Text Prison Story Family. Salute, y'all. It's your boy Tim Snow here. We're going to do episode one of the Texas Prison Podcast. And we have a special guest here. We got my friend Gary from Corpus Christi. Guy that helps him with the Facebook group, helps him with everything that we're doing. And he has 34 years in Texas prisons, man. We're real honored to have him here, Gary. Thanks for coming to do episode one, bro. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's going to be exciting. I wanted you to come because you got all the good stories. And as I was saying, it's going to be a little bit good because you're coming out of small town, Corpus Christi. You know what I mean? They had to do a big bid. and We large. See, they don't know about it. No, I know that. You know, I'm from, I'm halfway from Corpus Christi, dog, so they don't know. But I, I was kind of being funny. But yeah. listen, what was the first year when you went down? Uh, I got locked up at the very end of 86, man. Uh, oh, man. A week after they let me off of juvenile probation because I turned 17. I said, you turned 17, so they let me go. A week uh, later, there I was. Bam. So you literally hit right at the time when the war was happening, right when the building tenders before, left and all that before, type of stuff. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. See, I didn't know any of that, man. I had, I had heard everything, but I didn't know. When I got there, I was stupid, dude. I, I got put on the fence. I got, I got handcuffed to the fence. They wouldn't let us in because they were overcrowded. They said they weren't going to take me and three other dudes. And they said, oh, you're not going to take us? An old man, he drove us around to the front of the diagnosis and handcuffed us to the fence by a guard tower and left us there. And they came wow. out and told us, you know, we can shoot you right now. You're technically escaped. But we're like, dude, we're handcuffed to the fence, man. You know? Uh-huh. Nine o'clock at night, we got a shower. They finally let us in. Handcuffed to the fence. Yeah. Did yeah. I have to yeah. bonk or, or sleep on the floor or any of that type of stuff? Or they have a cell for you? Yeah, yeah. They, they actually did. They had four people to a cell in diagnostics then. But they had just they just oh opened up God. the very end. They were putting all the youngsters down the very end. That's where I went. We were, everybody that was young was on the very very end in the new part of diagnostics, and it was just it was just loud twenty four seven. Everybody trying to show something. Everybody about seventeen eighteen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got lucky that time. I went to Hilltop, baby. We had air conditioning, man, surrounded by all the women's prisons. Got to work in the women's prisons and man. Yeah, hold on. When you hit diagnosis, what, what what kind of sentence did you have? I had 12 years. I got 12 years on my 18th birthday. They offered oh, me 15. Shit. But she said, since it's my birthday, I'll give you 12. I said, well, I guess happy birthday. I'll take it. So, Lucky birthday, huh? Yeah. They were giving it out like candy. Dude. Everybody was telling me, take a 20. Take a 20. You'll do good. You'll do good. Take a 20. All right. Back then in 1986, you said Hilltop. Did y'all go to – was there transfer units back then or was it straight to ID nah. units? No, there was like 40 – there was like 40-something units. That's it. Hilltop was still a men's unit. All that area in Gatesville used to be the juvenile back in the day when it was brutal, like TDC. And they beat the kids, just kill them. And a lot of them officers at Hilltop were, were still from that juvenile system, man. They were still from that wow. system. Yeah, and they still, they, 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 they had, we had river bottom. They had the strap, the hole. When they said the hole at, at there, that's what it was four pieces of tin, bro, with a chain around it and a hole in the ground. You stood there in the heat. There was no seg. There was no lockdown, no lockup. Serious? Four pieces of tin. Yep, standing on the Coke bottles, like Larry said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Peanuts. Move that pile of sand. A pile of sand with a, with a glass. Move it all the way across the rec yard. When you get through, move it back where you got it. Are you yeah. serious, bro? Straight up. And the grease trap, brother. What the, the, top, the grease trap. The grease trap behind the kitchen. You crawled down in there. It was up to your neck, and you had to get it out uh, by five gallon buckets. Extra duty. Don't get a case. Put your foot wow. on that wall. You'll leave that foot on that wall. If that officer tells you, don't take your foot off, so I'll tell you. He'll tell you on Friday. Monday, he Like, put it forward or cock it back or it don't matter or what? See, over there, you waited in the hallway for commissary. 
It was like school buildings there, hilltop. It was air conditioning, man. We had air conditioning. It was all right. We're all young dudes, man. And uh, commissary there, you, you, like, you stand in the line, you know, you lean against the wall and put your foot there. Oh, no. Uh-uh. And that, that's what made me have to start shaving. Look, 51 years, this is all I got, dude. But I got this because of Hilltop. They made me shave every day. I'd have a hair on my face. Um, every day I had to shave, man. Every day. Hey, you get institutionalized having short hair, and if you want to eat, you're going to shave, huh? They don't know about that. Yeah, you got to, man. You got to. I heard they can grow hair and stuff now, man. That's what I was told. But you can't, like, yeah, trim you, it or anything? You, you can grow a beard, but you can't trim it, they said. You got to literally be wild, man. Yeah, see, see, I, I always get tight haircuts. Dude. I like a tight fade, dude. And, you know, you ain't going to get that in the gym down there. So I had this dude hook slide, dude. He Anyway, he... He didn't like dudes like me, white dudes, in other words. He didn't like the white. He was cool. He was a crib. Cool, cool dude. But me and him got along, and he cut my hair tight, dude. Good, dude, with a razor and a comb. And he cut the shit out of me every day. I was like, come on, dude. I know you don't like me, bro, but you ain't got to cut me all up and shit, dog. Come on, man. All right. He, yeah, I hate that razor and comb. Hey, and them laws would hate, dude. You walk out there going to child. Hey, come here. Where'd you get your hair cut? I cut it myself. Go shave it yourself. Don't walk around here like that. They didn't want you looking tight, dude. Hating on you, man. I know that's crazy. They always like that. They don't want that women guard liking you. That's unbelievable. Uh, dude, man, their wives. I'll, I'll forgive Lewis. A lot of them work. Their their dudes work there too. You know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah. Hey, what what was Hilltop like when it was like that back then? Hey, dude, Hilltop, dude. Back then, that's what I'm saying, dude. It was so different. It was, I like fell into a trap, bro, because it wasn't like nothing. There, it was like friendly. When I got there, dude, everybody got. I was like 17, made a buck ten. And as soon as I got there, the first thing that this dude told me, the lead rope, he goes, oh, yeah, I got me one. Who's going who's gonna to drop him tomorrow? We're going to make him. You're going to fall out. You're too light, too light to fight, too thin to win. I'm tripping out like, shit, dude, I can't, you know, I can't, can't happen, dude. This ain't going to happen. I'm tripping. I was scared. And I got a top bump. My first night there, dude, lights out. It's dead quiet. I'm asleep, been on the chain. And I had a nightmare, dude. And I started freaking screaming, dude, in my sleep. I never do that. My first night there in a dorm. Scared bro. everybody. It's a motherfucking crazy, huh? I, I woke up with a boss man going like this, tapping me. I said, hey. He goes, you all right? I, said, I looked around and everybody was awake looking at me. I said, yeah, why? You were screaming. I was having a dream that me and my homeboy were running from the law in his El Camino. And he hit the brakes and we were spinning. And it was a dream. And I was going, ah, I must sleep, dude, all loud. Ah, oh, dude. Anyway, dude, yeah, the fields, man, the next day. Yeah, it was a trip, dude. But we what had, the, we had, what the feels feel like it? Well, because you were what, seventeen, was could you handle it? Because you were young, or was it still hard? I, I I had a plan, dude. I had a plan because when my homeboys hit me, dude, they said just don't get in the middle of that line. So as soon as I got there, we turned out. I was standing there, and they called our whole squad paired up, and when we lined up. We got to work. I got in. I squeezed in the, the lead row, and his homeboy was right there beside him. I got in between them. I said, if I'm up against this lead row and I do what he does today. I ain't nothing gonna happen to me, man. And I did. I had right. gloves, bro. And by after lunch, dude, I couldn't even hold the Aggie no more with the tips of my fingers. My hands were bad, dude, bad. But I finished the day, and, and that night he came over to my cubicle and he goes, I see you, white boy, like that. And he threw a pair of gloves at me. I was like, all right, cool, cool. cool. A couple of dudes got still hurt like hell the next day, even with gloves, huh? Yeah, they worked you hard. That and Pack Two, dude, Pack Two is all about them fields, too, man. They kill you, man. They kill you over there. How long did you stay at Hilltop? Uh, Hilltop, I was on Hilltop. I, I was on Hilltop, I, was, I don't know, about six months maybe. And I got, I saw parole and I got a serve off. 
They gave me a serve oh, ball in 12 years. Yeah, but it didn't mean nothing. They gave me a serve ball the next Wednesday. I was on the chain. And I went to the walls and they kicked us out. There's like 200 of us in one at one time. They let wow, us out. Wow, got lucky, huh? Yeah, they, they let us out, right? We got to the rodeo ring. And when we got there, they started letting a bunch of people go. And then they, they kept us back inside the rodeo ring, like 30 of us. And they put us on a trailway bus with some guy and they gave us cigarettes. They took us to Sweetwater, Texas, dude, and dropped us off in the middle of the night. There was 22 houses. There used to be a neighborhood for like a Navy base or something in the desert. And they just dropped us off there. They had one person who wow. they, they were they were hiding people because they were you know they were all so overcrowded, and they were giving servos so they could say, "Look, we we gave them a servo, but they were letting you go." You know what I'm saying? They were right. keeping your ass loose. It was all fun and games, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was catching them fifties and shit real quick. Getting what the hell did you think though when you got the servo and then they called you on chain to go? Well, I knew I was going to be on the chain because I got the servo right. I got the servo like uh, whatever day I got it. A couple of days later, I went to commissary. I swiped my card, and the dude threw it back. He goes, you ain't got no money. I said, oh. I said, dude, I got money, dude. Swipe it again. He swiped it again, threw it back out. Count he, goes, yeah. he goes, you ain't got no money. I said, I got money. And the dude who worked in commissary leaned down the window. He goes, your account's closed. It means you're going home. Oh, cool. Right. I ain't got no money. Laters. So I bailed up out Best there. Best feeling yeah. ever, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I wish uh, I had to finish off that 12 and learn my lesson. I wish they would have kept me for that whole 12, dude. You know what? I wish they would have kept me that time, dude. Yeah, if they would have kept me that time, I would have broke my back, dude. Check That's this out. Cool. Dude, uh, I said it in the interview with OG Badger, man, and I said a little something about him back then because you were around. Uh, I think you said you got there in what, 86? Who's that? Yeah, at the end of 86. Yeah, I, I barely I, I barely talked that the 74th uh, 74th legislature, whatever it was, right there where the laws changed right there. Oh, shit, where well, they got a little tougher, huh? They got easier, man. That's when they, they, oh, they got, got easier. Yeah, when we only had, they dropped it down to a quarter of your time. And that's aggravated. If you had aggravated 20, brother, 25, you did two and a half years. If you had 50, you remember, you used, five years, yeah, you know? it used to be uh, one month and 10 days on a year. You, that you, was do about, you do about 11 months on a 10 year sentence, man. But if that's you could get the chain, if you could get the TDC, they had PIA. There were dudes that had been had five years waiting to catch a chain on a five. You know what I'm saying? Doing yeah. five in the county. Yeah. My mom. I only counted on PIA very often, but uh, Harris County, Houston, PIA's out the ass, dog. It's hard to get it in Galveston. Well, uh, back in the 80s, I guess the county jail here was about seven or eight years old from the old Harbor Bridge one. So it, only, it wasn't that old when I went there. And, uh, dude, it was so overcrowded. 12-man tank had like 50 or 60 people. During spring break, dude, we'd wake up in the morning. We're all going to prison. There'd be 80 people on the day room. We'd get up, and they had good food back then. They'd serve you good food. We'd get up, and we'd get all the trays, dude, and we'd eat yeah. all that shit. And then go out there and throw them on the floor. Bye, top time. Wake up all the, the come-and-go guys. You know what I'm saying? they come in there with stuff that they'd get in and stuff, and think they're going to leave with it. I'm going to take it I went to you. jail. Listen, Mardi Gras here the big weekend was Saturday and Sunday, and I went to jail Monday morning. Boy, it was fucked up. Everybody was like. Uh, hung over, stinking, throw up everywhere, hey, man. I cleared out of way and told him get the fuck out of my way and sat down. Hey, so I was I was in jail somewhere and I they extradited this dude from Louisiana, dude, this white dude, dude. The day after Katrina, he got arrested in New Orleans. And he said, "Dude, I was so scared." He said, "I was so scared. All these dudes had AK-47s tattooed on them." He said they were just arresting people and throwing them in the jail. No strip searching. He said people were smoking crack in the jail. 
wide open. And he said, I was the only white guy there. I said, oh, yeah, baby, you were having fun, weren't you? He goes, luckily, nobody messed with me. I said, yeah, you are lucky, Louis. Louisiana. Whenever I went. Ah. Hold on, listen. Check this out. You're you're from down there, bro, so you already know. Whenever I caught this case, this pistol case in Oasis County, I was – there was one other white dude in the holding tank. You know what, Nuez? I mean, you've been in there. So, you know, when you come in, they got the front, the desk and shit. You sit in a little chair, but they got the holding tank to the left with the glass window. I was in there, and this dude, man, he was probably about like six foot four, maybe 260. Big ass old school, but he was about maybe late 50s. Bro, about every 15 minutes, he would sit the fuck up. And start screaming out parts of the Constitution, and I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck?" I'm talking about weird, but look, about the fifth time, and I was fucking aggravated. I know I'm going to prison, dog. I'm a felon, and I just got caught with this gun. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. knowing I'm gonna get bombed because I'm from goddamn Lamarcus Corpus, bro. About the fifth time, all the Mexicans in there. The one black dude was like scared of this man or some shit. He was so fucking big. He said up the fifth time, I said, yo, old school. Man, shut the fuck up, bitch, for I beat your goddamn ass, yeah. man. You ain't that fucking crazy. Hey, look, I yelled at him and I stood up and I said, and he just looked at me and he, Gary, he just laid his bitch ass back down. He ain't never do it one more time that night, man. And everybody was looking like, boy, he's crazy. But dog, I was, yeah. I'm talking about, you know, when you're, you know how it feels. When you're dead ass caught and guilty, it's a terrible feeling. And you don't want nobody getting on your fucking nerves right when you then. Go to, when you go to trial and get found guilty with no back time, you're on the streets and they send you to 25 years in prison and walk you to the hospital. Oh, and you look at the oh. clock and you go, I got 10 minutes done on 25 years. And you're oh, married man. with a beautiful wife. I had a beautiful wife. Oh, my wife, God. Man. Hey, dude, I was going to the beach that day. All my friends were in the courtroom. My buddy was going to stand up in the courtroom and go, I did it. I did it. And I wouldn't let him do it. I told him no. I told him no. And the dude who did do it, he was in the courtroom too, my buddy David. Now he got his 25 though, but he's been there for 14 years on his. His is a little different. Yeah. He put his old pee where he should yeah. have. Karma. Uh, yeah, karma. Yeah, what he deserved on that one, I guess. You hey, know bro. what I mean? You hey, know bro. what happened to me in Nueces County? I never told. I got a good prison story or jail story or whatever from Nueces County, bro, because look, I always tell everybody when I go to jail, I play Caesar patient. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. tell them I got uh, epilepsy and I take. Well, that's oh, how I try wow. to get that medically unassigned. You know what I'm saying? So I tell them, seize the patient and 300 milligrams of Dilantin. Well, I went in there to tell the fucking nurse that shit. She was smart. She asked me, she said, well, who's your PCP? What's his name? I'm going to call him. I'm like, oh, man, this is whack. You know what I mean? I didn't know who to tell her. I told her, I said, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm homeless. I said, I don't even have a PCP. I ain't been to the doctor. And, bro, I was wearing, like, the nicest goddamn clothes, brand new shoes and shit. You know what I'm saying? She said, you ain't fucking homeless. Get out of here, bitch. She said, I'm putting your file at the bottom. And, look, bro, I kind of thought she was bullshitting. I said, look, lady, you can put it any goddamn way you want to because I'm not making bond. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to prison. I'll be down, bro, if I didn't have to. Yeah, look, I had to sit in that bitch for like two and a half, almost three days down there. She kept skipping me, dog, told him what I said. And it was me. Man, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. So when I finally got out, uh, one of the dudes, look, when it, no, hold on, I'm sorry. It was a lady and a dude. They were talking. They were kind of trying to laugh and scare me. They were like, man, we're going to take this dude to the worst place we got. They were like, dude, you're going to our worst tank. 
And I say, ma'am, I'll be all right. I ain't worried about it, you know, trying to be tough and shit. But then I was really thinking, like, damn, y'all, sorry for this shit. You know, y'all put me in your worst one on purpose. But, bro, I got in there. Once the dudes realized I was from Galveston and not from Houston, I'm talking about, man, they loved me, bro. It was cool. We had a lot of fun. With, I'm talking about, like, it was a 12-man tank. Here in Corpus? Probably 11 of the coldest killers in Corpus. Yeah, probably some yeah. of the coldest motherfuckers down there. We was having fun, bro. We was tug of war, smoking. You uh, watching TV, all this. Shit. You know, you, you never, you never huh? met Captain. You never met Captain Gordon. He, he works there. He's been there forever with Dell Angel, the Mailman, and all them. Uh, Captain. Bro, Gordon. I only turn turn your camera off and turn it right back on because you're freezing up a little bit. Oh, it's free. Turn turn the camera off. All right. Yeah, you. Yo. Come back. There you go. Yeah. Now you better. Yeah. Captain anyway, Gordon. Captain Hoop Novel. I only stayed ten yeah, days. Cool. I didn't really get to meet nobody. Yeah, yeah, he cool. I've known him. I've known him since he was a CO, and we hang out. He hangs out at the boat ramp here by my house. He's a big fisherman, man. And me and him would drink together. And he he tried to get me off of parole, dude. When he thought, because we get our hair cut. And one day I was talking. He goes, "You're still on parole?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "From when I was a fucking CO?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, and "He called the parole office." He goes, have you been in any trouble? I said, no, I had forgot, dude, that I got a DWI in 2006, the only violation I ever had, dude, the only DWI I ever had. And when he went down there to go pull up my record at the county and look, cause he was going to do so, he was going to call Austin and say, well, this is stupid, dude, this dude's still on parole, you know what I'm saying, for, for that. And, uh, and he saw that, and, and he thought that I lied to him about it. And I, I talked to him, and, I, and he, goes, oh, he goes, oh, man, I, I thought you were trying to hide it from me. I go, I know you could pull it up. I just forgot about it, dude. I mean, I haven't had no trouble. My POs love me, man. They fucking love me, dude. They were literally. Right. I just man, listen. My POs somebody made a comment on my call. shit. Bro, listen. Somebody made a comment on my shit the other day, talking about I'm Tim Snow because I snort a lot of cocaine and all this shit. Man, I was laughing, bro. It ain't because we used a lot of it. Man, I I just took thirty six drug tests for the feds. I take random drug tests for my job. That shit ain't nothing to me. You know what I mean? So I laugh at it. But check this out. Oh. What the fuck else? Is I, something else I was going to say about Corpus. But what's the rawest thing you ever seen in the Corpus County Jail, in the West County Jail? You ever seen anybody get hold out done better than that? Probably a white dude or something. Because that's no, a minority. I don't know. No, no. I was I, I was witness to a murder. A dude named Reginald Dennis, I believe, was a black dude. This dude named Kinsey killed him. Uh, I was a trustee and used to make the trays right there in the hallway. On, I was on the fifth floor. And that dude, Kinsey, back then, he was Texas Syndicate. And he um, this was like, he's like one of the OGs. Nobody was in clicks. I didn't even know what that was. I was like intimidated, but he was real cool with me. I'd pass him extra food on the tray. He passed me candy bars and stuff or a little smoke. He had smoke. And one day I handed him a hamburger and that black dude, told, he goes, hey, man, what's up? S.A. gets an extra hamburger. Where's mine? Where's mine? And that dude, King said, looked at me and he goes, he's just like, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Later on that night, dude, it was a rack up tank, 5A. So they would keep them locked up, one-man tanks. They'd let them out a little bit to go to the phone, and they let them out. And that dude, Kinsey, uh, that, that black dude got into a fight with another Mexican dude in there, and that dude, Kinsey, had to handle off of the mop bucket, dude, the big yellow mop buckets. He straightened it out, and he stabbed that dude 19 times and killed him. That guy was in there for robbing a vest that we had here. And, uh, and the, there was another black dude in there who, who told, because they got another dude, the wrong dude, for murdering him. Kinsey, they didn't get him at first. And this other dude told that had a 99-year sentence for rape, and they moved that, that other black guy out of the county jail because he snitched out that dude Kinsey. So they took him to another county, and he ended up escaping. It was on America's Most uh, Yeah, America's Most Wanted. The guy who snitched. Wow, really? He ended up escaping. Yeah, yeah, that. 
uh, a guard beat another dude with keys one time, and the 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 next day the Texas Rangers came, and me and my homeboy Mike Guzman, he was a trustee, they asked us what we saw. I was like, "We didn't see shit. I don't know what you're talking about." And the next day oh, when that law came to work, he's like, I see you, man. I see you. After that, he just looked up. Oh, we're going to get with the Texas Rangers, dude. And I said, yeah, dude, yeah. almost get killed. A little, little Mexican okay. dude wouldn't stop fighting. I, I was you tell him one out. thing. Hey, you tell them one thing. They're going to be wanting something, wanting to know something for the rest of your goddamn life. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, the 25, they told me I could walk, dog. They told me I could walk. Undercover organized crime came to my, my mom's house. She called me. Come here. I said, what? Wanted me to set up a bandit, bro. A dude that'll kill you, uh, dog. Yeah, fuck that. I went to his house fuck and told him. I went to the dude's house. I said, hey, dude, they want me to set you up. He goes, you're going to fucking do it? No. He goes, what the fuck are we talking about? How am I going to do it? Hell, no, nah, I ain't going to do it. That's why I wrote it out there. That's why I went to, that's why I went to jury trial, bro. That dude would kill, they would have they killed my whole fucking family and left me alive, dude. Think about it. I didn't have, I mean, I wasn't going to do it anyway, but still, you know what I'm saying? I figured we'd beat it. That not guilty. Jury trial. I'm sorry. They offered me five. They said, if you don't take the five, we're going to reindict you. I was on 16 years parole. I said, no, I'm not taking it. They reindicted me. 25. Hey, when you got out of Hilltop, how much parole did you have left? 12 years. About, I don't know, what, 10 years left, probably? Then about two. Yeah, but I was was You got another case or what? I was was out a week. I only got out a week. And the next time I got out, and and then I got 16 years. And then when I got out, I was out about a month. And I caught a case, but I made bond. They let you make bond back then. Back then, dude, when you, if, when you go take a, you go to report, my PO would ask me, what are you clean for? And they do your test right there. They had little credit cards. And they just like heroin. They pull it out, put it right there, right there at their desk. Drop piss on it. You're dirty. Oh, great. Back then, I was dirty for every. I didn't oh, give a shit yeah. back then. But I, I never stayed out, dude. I got out and went right back. Right back, dude. It was horrible, dude, calling your parents, dude. I'm in jail, I stayed dude. out five days one time. Yeah, man, dude. My first night out, I was running with gloves on, dude. And fuck, never mind, dude. Yeah, yeah, stupid, dude. Right. Uh, well, that when you went back, when you went back, was it a parole violation or you caught a new case? I don't want to talk about the case, Sony. I mean, no, I know no, you no, ain't no. legit. I, hold on, hold on a second. Check this out. Hold on, hold on. When I say I don't want to talk about the cases, my man is one thousand legit. It's just I don't ever talk about nobody's yeah, cases and how they got to prison. That shit's irrelevant to my channel. You know what I mean? But Whatever it was. Yeah, but I, I mean, when you went back, it was a new case. You got a new number. Like, I'm trying to figure out how the hell you got that 34. You know what I'm saying? The, okay. the total done. I know you got a quarter, I think, didn't you? End up getting a 25? Yeah. So I had 12 years, and I paroled that. I got out, right? And, and I got I got a case in Rockport. I got that case, like, right off the bat. Well, they gave me a, a – they beat the hell out of me, game wardens and the cops, and then, and then they kept me over there with a big old bond, dude, for auto. Well, anyway – a big old huge bond, dude. I'm not going to ask my parents to get me out. It's an old jail in Rockport. I was there for nine months, dude, just sitting there. And then my grandpa came one day, and they told me, pack your stuff. He bonded me out, paid the whole bond, and got out. And then uh, I went to try. And then I went to court. My grandfather hired an attorney, which a real good one. I was on parole for 12 years in Corpus. This dude got me 10 years probation in Rockport, dude, and I signed for it. So I'm on probation nice. in Rockport. Parole double probation, probation and parole, huh? And you, you, I signed for it. You think I signed for it? Do you like I was going to do it? I was waiting for my. They were sending me to a restitution center. First day they let me out to get a job. Whoa, see you later. I burned off, dude. Fuck that shit. Ten years probation. Oh too. man, no. But it, so so it, I, I stayed in county jails for a long fucking time, bro. 
I just remember summer, no air conditioning, no rock court. They have no AC, no windows. On right there on the beach, hot as hell. Yeah. And back then, you just sit around, dude. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. In Rockport, one time, dude, for like almost a month, I was the only inmate in there. I had to go downstairs and make my what food. What the fuck? I swear to God. I swear to what, God. They brought a chicken. What'd you, what was you eating? You could, what'd you get to make? Anything I wanted. Whatever, dude. They had a badass little kitchen back then. Your commissary came from H-E-B, dude. My parents would go anything but alcohol you get from H-E-B. The guard would go once a week or your parents could go anytime. Man, Mike McCluskey, my homeboy. Oh, my man, God. Two, three hundred dollars with the groceries. Hey, that, that bottle of 7-Up. That's Smirnoff, baby. Miss Patsy wouldn't even she'd look in them bags. She'd go, you sure are lucky. Your family sure does love you. Vanilla wafers. Yeah, there was vanilla wafers in there, all right. And then the, we'd be up there playing Monopoly, dude, watching football on a black and white TV. Drunk as hell, dude. Blowing. Francis County, they raided me. in that hilarious. They raided me. The sheriff raided my little four-man cell, dude. They came in and raided. We know we can smell it all over the place. Fucking. My bad. They find anything? No, uh-uh, no, no. I had, I had it all loose, too. I had someone shot of a deodorant. If they took the deodorant out, simple place to look. They just threw shit around. They got me for some liquor and a bong. Yeah, they got they had a homemade water bong I had sitting on the table. She called me. Oh no, they have residue and shit in it. It had a bowl in it, but she called me downstairs. The day oh no. She goes, Gary, are you smoking? She she was a big lady. Her husband was a shrimper. She was a head jailer. You smoking in my jail? I said, yeah, Miss Patsy. She goes, don't smoke them up. So I said, all right. She goes, go back upstairs. I said, she goes, she pointed at the bong. Well, I grabbed it. I started walking back up the stairs. She goes, where are you going? I said, back upstairs. She goes, throw it in the trash. She fucking shouted. That's funny. That's hilarious. You know what's crazy? Check this out. I'm going to say, this this podcast, I'm saying a lot of shit. I don't give a fuck. We got a lot of time to freestyle. About two days before I caught my pistol case in Corpus, I was literally, dog, in Rockport. Coming home, and I come that way. You know what I'm saying? And come back down uh, the back 2004 and all that shit. Yeah, 35. Now I'm taken by a Clemens unit, turning left on 2004 and going home by the plants. And I'm in Galveston County. It's pretty short that way. But anyway, look, I hopped out real quick to go buy some uh, like Mountain Dew or something. I don't know what the fuck I was buying, but I left my door open and I had my gun sitting on the floorboard. A fucking cop was across the street, man. He zoomed up. When I come out, he hopped out of his car and started yelling at me, saying, motherfucker, people like you start crime. You leave your goddamn door open, you'll, make, you'll tempt a criminal. And look, he started shining his flashlight on my oh, car. Oh, that's how you got popped? No, 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 no. Listen, this is two days before I got caught. Check it out. He started oh. shining the flashlight in my car, and the gun was matte black instead of shining. He did not oh. see it, bro. I'm talking about my, my heart was pumping. I said, man, I'm sorry, sir. I apologize, boo, you know, but look. I still had the gold teeth in my mouth. And he, that spooks the fuck out of them Corpus cops or like them Rockport cops or Aransas pad. Oh, in Rockport. Oh, you're in last place, dude. You're in last place. Yeah, yeah. In Rockport, dude, they, I, I didn't know anybody there, dude. My first morning there, I was all beat up. I had stitches where they beat me up. They put me in a car and drove me around town, dude, and literally were stopping in front of houses and telling me, what do you know about those people? I'm like, dude, I'm not from here. I've never been here before in my life. They were telling me I did a hundred and something, whatever that night. I was like, "I hope you got fingerprints, because I didn't do no hundred and something, nothing last night." That's it. So yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Hey, hey, the bondsman would come over there, dude, and promise you that he'd get you out if you'd work with him and shit. And dude, hey, like, take off. I'm not gonna say his name, 
But we have one in Galveston. They literally fucking bought this goddamn man out. The other companies bought him out and, and made him sign a contract not to come back to Galveston County because he was straight signing almost anybody out for a little bit of dope, man. I'm talking about it did not take Lodge, much. Man? Hell yeah. Little hey, bit of nothing. Did you ever hear of Lucky's here in Corpus? Lucky's uh, I've heard of a lot of them. I'm trying to remember who I even used down there. I can't remember. I told you I used to manage that bar, Legs, here, man, right? You knew that. That's huh? right. That titty bar? Hey, dude, Corp Nueces County Jailers, when they come under Legs, they pay for nothing. They pay for nothing. Um, the girls had to. They had no choice. You're going to dance for them. You're going to be there all night. You're going to do whatever. They drank for free, everything. Say, bro. But that's the job I need to go get down there. I need to be a jailer. Well, well, back when I was running that bar, yeah, that bar's gone, though, man. They bulldozed that thing, man. Pretty sure it's still like that at the rest of them. Yeah, that, that, that place is bad. That's where I got in all that trouble, man, to that, that damn titty bar. But, uh, yeah, we hooked them jaders up in there, dude, and shit. This one jader, he came in all hungover from the bar. He was at work. Thanks, dude, man. You got me fucked up. They got me fucked up at the bar. I was like, cool. Then he did commissary. And when he passed out commissary, he tripled my order, dude. Yeah. Uh, hey, when you went back, did you go back to Hilltop? Where the hell did you go when you went back? Nah, look, 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 I left Hilltop, dude. Whenever I left Hilltop, we took all the urinals out, dude. We were putting in toilets, dude. Uh, they were moving. They were turning all, all in the females. We had Hackberry, Sycamore, oh. and Hilltop. Three units there. But hey, well, That's dude, when it dude. actually switched. Yeah, yeah. See, the, all the women, there was a bunch of women there. We, the guys took care of the maintenance. I was in new construction building. I didn't. I just stayed in the warehouse and shit stuff over. I think it was Michaels or Hughes they were building across the hill there. I don't know the unit. I forget. It's been a long time. I was just there sabotaging, dude. Hughes, the Hughes. Yeah, Hughes unit. Uh -huh. See, all That's these what my brother. My bro. Oh, uh, shout out! Hold on, shout out to my bro Aggravated Dave. If y'all look at this, go watch the videos I did. That's my homie, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. He got fifty-five egg right now on a murder case, and he's been in seven and a half. And I'll tell you what, he was doing bad, bro. He said he hadn't talked to nobody in four and a half years. And my other homie wired me a thousand dollars the other day to put on his books, man. Can you believe that? That's right. That's righteous, man. That's right on. Yeah, that's right. I on, know man. it, man. Thousand bucks ain't no joke, man. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry, bro. Tell me, look, when you oh, went man. back, that's why I want to know when you went back, what happened? I went, no, I went, uh, whenever I went back, right? Okay, so I, I, I ran from that restitution. Well, I'm on the run. I can't go home. I hooked up with, with my ex-girlfriend, and I started doing what I do, dude. Next thing you know, I got a, I'm wanted in New Aces County, but I, I, got a, I got a bunch of funds. And so I'm wanted in Rockport for the probation, and Corpus wants me to because of parole. And then I got a new charge. So here in Corpus, I go to court here in Corpus. I was on 12 years parole, and Corpus said, uh, the chick told me, she goes, uh, today's your lucky day, man. She goes, uh, you take 10 years for, for the pickup truck, I'll drop this charge, and uh, that's less than your parole. You'll be a parole violator. For real? A court-appointed attorney. I was like, hell yeah, thanks, dude. So now they gave me, you know, they didn't they didn't put a repeater on me or nothing. Now I'm going to Rockport. The most Rockport can give me is 10 years. So I'm going to be a parole violator, right? I'm thinking, yeah, I've right. got 10 in Corpus, get 10 over there. It's ran concurrent, less than my 12. Parole violator. I get over right, right back home. I get off, I get a Rockport, Miss Patsy, the lady went through my food, the head jailer. She called me down. She goes, hey, I heard him talking today. Uh, 
they're going to ask for 10 years, but they're going to stack it. She goes, don't take it. And she goes, don't sign for it. When you go to court, the head jailer's telling me that. I said, they're going to stack it. And she goes, yeah, sure enough. I went to court, bro. Wow. Polyester suit attorney. He came in there and told me, he goes up. They're offering 10 years, but they're going to run it consecutively with Corpus. They're upset because Corpus didn't file a repeater on you and give you more time than they did. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not taking it. And I refused to leave that room. Dude, he threw a fit, that attorney. You got to go in there. The judge wants to see you. I said, I'm not going in there. I'm not taking it. I'm not stacking 10 for that. Y'all are retarded. Well, dude. No. And I went in there finally, and the judge, he, he goes, look, all right, I'm not going to give you 10 years. I'm going to reduce it to six but I'm going to stack it. So, so I got a 10 in corpus and a six. All right. Finally hit diagnostics. When I get the diagnostics, they tell me I have six years. I'm a parole violator. I said, I have a 10 too out of corpus. I have more time. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Anyway, no, I didn't. So I get on, I, I go to pack two. I mean, yeah, we're at pack two. They open up Briscoe. They shipped me and a bunch of dudes that lived down south from Austin, San Antonio, and Corpus to Briscoe to open it up. 30 of us. We were there for a month. Just Hold on, yeah. You literally opened it up for real? Opened it up? First one to step on the on the unit right here. Hey, when we walked in those cells, dude, there was brand new mattresses, brand new pillows that had been there, and all the windows were left open. And all the cells were full of red dirt, like about a foot deep. There was weed growing all around the prison. Laws didn't even know it. There was a big weed growing shit going, and all the construction wow. debris. All the construction debris, bro, was just fucking tractor bulldozed inside the wreck yard and covered up, and there were no fences on the wreck yard. And when the wow. shit broke loose, there were weapons to be had. And I, nice I, watched every, I watched every single law, including the warden, run out of the unit on Briscoe and leave. And leave. Well, listen, that's why I was getting ready to ask you, bro, because I never asked you before, but I, the worst stories I've ever fucking heard about prison is when units open up, people fighting over tables, fighting over shit on the well, radio. Hey, like bro. That. Nah, there was no clicks. It wasn't like that. When Briscoe opened up, dude, I mean, it was the biggest problem. I got a, a, some some stuff with the Muslim dudes because of a Pakistani guy. Because he was talking, running, he was running his head. And I told him, I said, hey, dude, one more, you know, out of you, dude, and it's, it's going to be a problem. Well, he went and told the brother Muslims and Muslim service that I was talking about Islam. This was back in 90, it's back uh, 90, bro. I didn't even know what Islam was. I didn't care that nobody was a Muslim. He said I was making fun of their religion. And like 30 of them came in my cell, dude. They popped the door and came in. Said they were going to crush my skull. And they uh, saw my tattoo and they knew I was racist. I said, dude, do you see who I hang with, bro? I'm not racist. What are you talking about? And, and they said I couldn't make eye contact with them if I saw them on the yard. I was like, okay, cool, cool. They left. I jumped down my cell. He goes, what are you doing? I said, they got me fucked up, dude. I got 200 fucking homeboys here, bro. They're fucking crazy, dude. I went out there, got my homeboy Haynes from medium custody. He whistled. There's no fences. You can go anywhere. ABC to JKL. Anywhere. They wow. spread out. Next thing you know, there's about 200 dudes from Corpus on the rec yard. He, he's, everybody stayed separated. The Muslim dudes went in the gym to work on the weight pile. We went in there one set at a time. Just one little gang at a time. Not a gang, but just a little crew so the guard didn't get suspicious. The whole gym was lined up, and I walked up to the little main little dude, and I tapped him on the shoulder, and he turned around and looked at me, and he goes, hey, man, we squashed that shit already. I said, no, nah, bro. I said, it's not 30 on one no more, bro. I said, it's not. You need to look around, dude. I'm not here by myself, dude. I'm not here. These are my homeboys. And my homeboy, Ronaldo, who was kind of in charge, he right off the bat, he goes, just hit him in the face, homeboy. Fuck it. Hit him in the face. I was like, look, dude, I'm trying to start shit, dog. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, but, but, yeah, that's whenever they set, they desegregated us, too, bro. That was ridiculous, bro. That went on for six months of lockdown, dude. All and all behind the guy from Corpus. 
wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. Did they still have, when, when you say desegregation, was there still like black cell blocks and white cell blocks or just black and white no, cells uh, and shit? How was that? Cells. So you were white with white and cells. That's it. You, you mixed, but you didn't live in a cell. You know, unless you were a punk, you know what I'm saying? You got your punk moved over there. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is in the feds still today right now. Yeah, they don't mix races in the cells and the feds. I was the only one. Me and one other guy were the only ones. Yeah. We had to yeah, request see, it. See, I did, all, this, all this stuff started, dude. When they dropped me off over there at Garza, and as soon as I stepped off the bus, I had long-ass fucking hair. First thing he said is, Captain Player, black dude, you look like a racist motherfucker. I said, hell no, nah, dude. I got Easy e bumping in my head right now. And I did. I was in my head. I was bumping some Easy e I don't know where I'm at. Garza, he... he Beat the fucking shit out of me, dude. And a, 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 sar, a Mexican sergeant. I was like, wait a minute. I, didn't, I wanted to fucking cry, dude. Call my mama, dude. I'm getting beat up in prison. What do I do? I haven't done nothing. I'm like, I'm not used to this. You go to diagnose, they don't beat Welcome you up, to prison. Dude. Get your ass whooped, huh? But when when, the, when guards were first opened, they were doing it to every chain that would come in. They were doing it. And they were putting people in that cage, too, in the showers. Those showers look like Road Warrior showers in W Building or whatever. They got little metal showers. They were light, and they put you outside in that cage in the wintertime. But, but they made them stop, dude. Enough people had enough people on the outside say something, you know, and they finally did wow. something. Yeah, they beat the hell out. I asked Captain Player later on. I said, why'd you do that? Dude? Why'd you single me out and just slap the shit out of me, dude? You know what I'm saying? I would. Hey, just because you had that long fucking hair. That's why. I was like, you son of a bitch. They got him one day. You know what? Mr. Larry's always talks about, look, Mr. Larry said back when, uh, East Ham was like it was. If you got sent over there on a disciplinary, they was beating your ass at the gate before you even came inside the gate. Yeah, on Hilltop, they had that big leather strap. They had a big leather strap. They take you down a river bottom. They had a river down there. and they, they fucking That was real. Out. They still doing that shit back then? Yeah, when I was on Hilltop. A real yeah, river? We had the tin shack hole, the peanuts, the, the stand on the Coke bottles. Hey, dude, I, I remember I told you in the text, I never got in no trouble. All them years, bro, in prison, all them times, I had maybe, I think, not counting riots. Riots you have to get down in. You don't count that. You just take care of yourself and your homeboys. And, you know, if it's not your right, defend yourself, whatever you, whatever the fuck. But as far as fist fights, I had like five, maybe. They were all dudes that I never right. hung out with, and they're just having disagreements. As far as, like, walking in, like, I've seen dudes, I walked it like I told you. I didn't know that you couldn't sit at a TV. I didn't know there was a rule. I got the guards in my first morning. I made a cup of coffee. I walked over there and sat down. It's like three black dudes watching Good Morning America. I like Good Morning America. I don't give a fuck about Matlock over there or whatever they're watching. And I sat down, and those dudes are looking at me crazy. Well, later on that night, that's when that dude Pookie or whatever came or whatever his name was. I, I told you. And he came. He goes, say, let me holler at you, man. Let me, he goes, let me holler at you, Wood. I said, what's up, dude? I'm not a Wood. He goes, well, let me holler at you. He goes, you crazy-ass white boy. I said, why? You just sit down over there on the at our, our TV, you know what I'm saying? You just went over there and sat down, you know, didn't say nothing to nobody like you own something or something. I said, uh, I wasn't supposed to. He goes, no, nah, that's for the blacks. That's for the essays. Y'all don't have a right TV. Here. I said, really? He goes, yeah, you ain't got a table either. But he goes, but, he goes, you got a spot. He goes, any spots you want right here, you sit right there. And he goes, and those three right there, they're the ones who came and told me you sat there. And they had a problem with it. He said, but they didn't do nothing about it. They came to me. He goes, so that's your spot wherever you want. Y'all see his spot? Don't fuck with that. That's his spot. Like that. And go ahead and get you a table, too. And after that, dude. Oh, you know, shit. Just like that, bro. I'm just sitting there like, wow, dude. I'm straight off the streets, dude. Straight off the streets, 25 years. I had no idea. And then like three days later, some essays came over and said, Ask, how come you just stay on your bunk? 
Why don't you get up and talk to anybody? Or why don't you, why you just stay to yourself? I said, because I got about 72 hours done on a 25-year sentence, motherfucker. And I just left my wife sitting out there and all my homeboys and everything else, and I'm gone. And they're talking about now you do shitloads of time on the 25? I ain't got time for that shit, dude. Do eight, nine years and shit on 25 now. The fuck, dude? Yeah, dude. So I was just thinking to myself, and the essays wanted me to get up and go fight over the TVs. I said, wait a minute, dude. I got here and I was told white all you these gotta stay. Here, what the fuck you gonna fight for? Huh? And you, yeah, it's what, hey, it happened to Dominguez too. I was SSI. Well, these dudes, I I didn't I I could do it. I did whatever whatever I wanted. I didn't give a shit. I hung out with everybody, but they they didn't let the white dudes over there. They didn't want to let them uh, vote on the TVs, right? Well, I was SSI. Well, there's like 80 guys in the tank or whatever. Well, they have a big powwow one day. Everybody in the middle of the tank. You got the RU, the TS, the Skeena, the Weena, the me, the who, whatever, the Cribs, who, everybody all gathered around. And it's about the SSIs and the fact that there's shit all over the walls behind the toilets. If you wouldn't start shitting before you sat down, motherfucker, it wouldn't be there for one thing. Oh, and, uh, shit. Yeah, the bitches. SSIs were supposed to go to work at 6 o'clock. You're not getting up till 8 or 9 and this and that. And I let them talk. I let them talk. And I said, well, since we're all here in one big fucking gangbang, I said, I'm going to go ahead and speak my piece. I'm the one who's not cleaning up y'all shit. I said, you want me to clean up y'all shit? And you ain't letting these white dudes vote on fucking nothing on TV? I don't give a fuck about the TV. But you're not letting, these dudes ain't hurting nobody. They're old men, dude. They want to watch Matlock or some shit. Nobody wants to watch people dancing all day long to Tejano music. There's nothing on. All they do is sing and dance. Watch something fucking different. Let these dudes watch TV, you know? Something. And this other black dude, he goes, you know what? I'm with Kanapi. He's right. He's right. Why should he have to clean? I was like, dude, you just want cookies, dude. That's all you want. You're always hitting me up for cookies, dude. That's all you want. But yeah, yeah, yeah it changed everything right there and there. I said, I'll, I'll clean. Hey, Gary, that's how I pray. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's how silly prison is, motherfucker. They'll fuck around and we'll come fight for you if they always get cookies from you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm that's real. Oh, yeah, that's come do anything. Listen, bro, look, bro. I had more money than the law allows, okay? I was very blessed. That stepmom I told you about, I couldn't spend that money, dude. I was sending the money home. Uh, the craft shop, I ordered shit in the craft shop just because I could. Just because. Just, I didn't need it. I fucked up something different. Spend money. I had it. Fuck it. I did it. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to okay, that to yeah, the end. Hold on. Don't, don't, don't get on the crash shop. But, but yeah, uh, get, hold on. You was at guards because I'm going to get to it, dog. We got, this, is, this is the podcast, so we're getting in depth. Yeah, episode one, special oh, yeah. guest, man. So you get to you get to Garza, shit. Well, hold on, check this out. That's what, what year was that you got to Garza? Was that like in the eighties still? No, when it opened up in ninety four. Garza didn't open up till like ninety four. I opened up Dominguez too. When I got to Dominguez, there was nobody in my tank at all. It was a completely brand new tank. All that shit opened up. They told us they we were gonna have air conditioner and shit at Dominguez. We're all happy. We're all fucking happy. Ain't no air conditioner over there, dude. Fucking no I wasn't shit. Up, no. Huh? What was yeah, the first yeah, year you was, seen Bloods and Crips? Was that Bloods and Crips over there? Oh, all, or was, always, I know there wasn't in the 80s. The, yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, they, they were around back then, but you didn't see them. Uh, they were a lot of older dudes. They were like OGs, I guess. They were quiet. They were like the dudes that were lead row and shouldn't and had been lead row for like eight years, didn't want a job. That's what right, they right. I got to know them lead rows talking to them. I was like, damn, you've been out here that long, dude? Why don't you get a job? Fuck that, man. This is where the men stay at. Men are out here. We work out here. Larry said, so shit. Rather yeah. be out there than a goddamn building center or anything. You know what I mean? Working oh, on people. It's on. Especially at Pack 2, especially at Pack 2. It's on. They let you fight. You know what he said, too? I don't know if he said in the video, but he told me a few times that 
He liked working out in that field because he yeah. knew he was going to stay in shape because he had to whoop somebody's ass. He had a high sentence, you know what I mean? So he was going to stay in yeah, shape. You, you, stay in, you stay in shape. And, and my gig, where was it at? Was it Pack? At Pack 2, I think, dude. At Pack 2. Hey, you oh, know what yeah. it is, Gary? I think it's your fan blowing on the mic. Y'all turn your fan down. You think so? Yeah. Hey, that's the only thing I can think of. You're a problem solver if that's it. I bet you that's it. It seems like every time we talk it, I bet that was it. Yeah, that was it. Pack, pack two and stuff, dude. They let you get down, dude, over there. They give you they tell you to break it up three times, but them break it ups would come. I mean, you'd be knocked out shitting yourself. The halo flight coming to get you by the time you got that thing. If they didn't like you, yeah, they didn't like you. My first morning at Pack Two, dude, there was a white boy that came back, dude. He had got no, he had been there. He he when he got well, there. You went there after there, Garza. Out. You went to Pack Two. No, uh, no, that was no. After Garza, I went to uh, I went to Dominguez and then uh, Gibb Lewis. That's when I was on Lewis the third time. I got four. What's Dominguez numbers. like? I don't even know what that is. What you don't know? What what is? Dominguez is it like a state jail one of the metal buildings. Dominguez, yeah, in San Antonio. You don't know about Dominguez? It opened up right after uh, Garza. Right is after it just Garza. like Garza? Looks like Garza. Yeah, except it had, yeah, it had the fences are. When I got there, I said, "Why are there?" I never seen fences that were bent over like that. The the fences on the outside. Oh yeah, curly. I said, "I said, I never, what's up on that?" I was used to big fences with razor wire, and that dude goes, "That's how hot it is here. They got hot and they fucking melted." This is Dominguez. I was like, "Oh, God. get out of here!" They bullshit that yeah, really curl back because they're hard as hell to climb like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, hey, that's funny. You know how people take shit in jail and run with it? Like them motherfuckers are still waiting on the Christmas kickout, dude, that we were talking about in 86. They're still waiting on a Christmas kickout down there. That's fucking Christmas Oh, yeah, shit, right. But, every yeah. year, every hey, motherfucking year, there's a Christmas kickout that never happens, man, for Christmas the people that don't out. know. It's an hey, urban see, they myth. They tell the new guys that shit. They, they fucking told us Dominguez had air conditioning, all this and that, this and that. Where everybody's all, yeah, we're going, yeah, we got air conditioning, we air conditioning, we get there, dude. Hey, you know what? I want to back up some other shit. I've been on the ass, my old timers too, and you're down from that area. When you first went down, it was Corpus Christi, uh, more like a TS town or Emmy, or was it RU from no, the start uh, back then? What the hell was? Uh, uh-uh. there was no older horns or nothing like that. It was just, it was just Corpitos or homeboys. That's it. A lot of older Hispanic dudes. There was some TS, but like I said, there was no gangs. That dude, Quince, was really the first time I had ever heard TS. And he ended up getting a life sentence for killing that dude over there in the county jail. Yeah, when he yeah. killed that dude. But that, that dude that, that dude walked up on that killing, dude. He did, man. Uh, he was wrong. Dude. Ask I mean, what? Yeah, that's fucked up, man. The man died, but still, you know. When did you start seeing them fools get real strong? Shit. They started like, doing when you came like, back like the second a, time. Okay, check it out. Okay, check it out. The first time ever. The first time I ever... I got to pack two. When I got to pack two, I walked in nine dorm. I walked in, I saw this black dude there. He was on Hilltop with me. He was kind of a little punk when we were on Hilltop and nothing had changed. I went up and said, hey, man, what's up? Remember me from Hilltop? And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, I remember you. And he had that look on his face. <laughs> like a certain person that has a look on his face. I won't mention no names. I can't stand. And he had that look. I was like, yeah, this dude's going to be piling for you. I can already see and uh, they were stealing. Hold on, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that imitation. You always that impression. You always be doing when you talk to me. What's that? Your fat butt boyfriend. What's the oh, talk? Oh, oh, everybody. What's up, everybody? My wife hates What's, that dude too. I'm, that's What's your up, boy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's the.
No, I, was, I, I just had to. I'm rocking with you. You're rocking with me. Yeah, but see, the whole reason why, dude, is because the only reason why I started fucking with him is because every day he had all this breaking shit on, like, rapping rappers. Like, like I was like, this dude's, like, got Suge Knight on his fucking the hotline, you know, or some shit. He's always knows everything. All this, every, this dude got killed. How'd you know he got? Fuck, I they ain't on the news yet. And I made the comment. I go, damn, I made a comment. Never fucked with that dude. I said, damn, dog, you know more about the motherfucking crimes than the dudes who did it did. That's all I said. The very oh, next day I saw him. He's almost got half a million subscribers right old, now. He, he's a man. The next, the next day he put a big old long thing on there, dude. He didn't m- mention my name or my post or nothing, but in response to what I said. And then he made a show on it. It's like I was calling him a snitch or something. And I wasn't calling him a snitch. And I was like, dude, all these people are getting killed. You said, how old are you, man? How much time did you do, dude? I mean, and what's a JIT? What the fuck is a JIT? Nobody will tell me yet. What is a JIT? To me, JIT's when you jack off and you skeet. JIT. A JIT ball. That's what we do. Yeah. He calls himself a JIT. To me, it's a JIT ball. I don't know. What the fuck is a it's JIT? If they're, uh, you know what a JIT is? For real, in Florida, if they're under 25, they go to a prison for youngsters. And... Which actually they say it's more wild because you know it's more like a TYC where the young is stupid and shit, and then the older guys take advantage of the young guys and stuff. But they do the dumbest shit I've ever heard of, man. They do they're sticking broomsticks up people, man. They're uh, cutting people. Yeah, they're doing see, crazy stuff. That ah you man, really, you get a lock in the stock so quick down here in Texas for that. I don't I don't know what's going on with them dudes. You, you, you really got to cross up the wrong person, or you got to be. Uh, the criminal who, who who killed somebody and you run into their family in Texas jails or something for you to really get hurt, man. Like that dude, Scott Cordell, that I post about, that child molester. When that dude got yeah. busted, I was watching the news with my grandpa. My grandpa goes, somebody needs to cut that dude's dick off. A week later, I'm sitting in the county jail. Who sits next to me? And then he went to Pac-2 with me. And then he went to fucking Dolph Briscoe with me. When we were going to Nothing Briscoe happened. together, catching chain, when we caught chain from Pac-2, he goes, dude, please. Please, when we get over here, please don't tell everybody what I'm here, what I'm there for. I said, you got me fucked up, dude. Within a month, he had a man. He had a man. We used to oh, man. Shit. We used to go take his shit. One day, he goes, I'm not opening my locker anymore for y'all. Fuck it. He lives right here in the bluff. His family still babysits. He raped the kid in their house. His mom was babysitting. That's enough. We're going to let him make. Well, we ain't going to let him make because you already said his name. Who cares? Yeah, it's, we're John gonna, anyway, it's public info, man. It's public info. Sicko. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's all good. I don't care. I ain't supporting nobody like that, but we're going to get back to the prison stuff. So yeah, basically what man. you're saying is he made it all through. Nothing happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody messes. Nobody really cares in Texas too much unless you flaunt it. You, you know, know what? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Larry said. You better not walk around bragging about raping nobody or, or messing with kids. You know what I mean? But anybody yeah, giving Gar- a damn. Garza, they were getting them. When I was at Garza, when I was at Garza, they were having Friday night fights. They were getting them, man. They, they, they were attacking those dudes bad. I mean, they, they were calling them out every time. Hey, as soon as lights out, they get they, they came and asked me, "We need three whites, we need three blacks, and three Mexicans." We're getting that dude over there. He's a child. He's a chomo. I said, nah, I'm good, bro. And an old man I kicked it with named Elvis. I go, hey, Elvis, I'm going to make some food tonight. I'm making lobster Laredo, sardines and refried beans, lobster Laredo. And we'd sit there and watch the fights. Lights out. There you go. And they had Everybody whooped his ass. Yeah, ice, they had this dude, Iceman, that would throw a towel over their head from behind. And they'd never know what hit them. And then the only oh, person who would take the towel off that he'd see would be that dude, Iceman. Everybody else would run off. And I Bro, when I listen, when I was in, when I was man, it was so raw when we grew up in seventh grade. 
a cat got a guy that uh was so called funny or whatever. I don't like saying that word either because I don't like offending nobody. But you know, he he said the guy was uh not straight or whatever. He literally put a pillowcase behind his head and stomped this dude into seizures, man, in seventh grade. I'm like, ooh, man, in eighth grade, they was having guns and stuff. We were having a riots. It was wild, man. But uh, I know, so I never knew how rough and tough Corpus was, so I moved down there, bro. It was like, it was moving fast. I was real surprised. So I ain't surprised y'all were deep. When you got over there to, uh, See, know, they moved like, everybody, they moved everybody, everybody that was at Briscoe when it opened, they filled it up mostly with dudes from Ellis, Pack, uh, stuff like that, and a lot, a lot of old dudes that had a lot of time or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we uh, we opened it up. They sent everybody that was up north, but that 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 fell from the south. So like Austin, San Antonio, the Valley. That's what. The, that's all that was at Briscoe when it opened, dude. That's all that was there, man. Yeah, hey, you told me back then who all was riding together with the South back then. You told me y'all's click. Uh, Austin, San Antonio, all of us, all of us. There, there, there was no, there was no gangs, man. The only time it got racial was whenever they started that the mixing up the cells, and it shouldn't have been a big deal. But a bunch of white dudes threw a fit and refused to sell. And then one of my homeboys from Corpus uh, got beat his celly with a steel toe boot and tried to throw him off a two row, and that just set off the riots nonstop, man, for six months. We were hey, what's the real truth, Tonalua? What's the real truth? Because. I read everything, and all the old schools tell me, and I know for a fact that in 84, the STG, they locked them all down. You know, it was Mexican Mafia, AST, AB, and all that type of stuff. But with your own eyes, how well did they lock them down, and how many people survived out in the population when you got there? How many, like, of all the prison gang dudes were still there? You, you, uh, you, you know what, dude? Like I said, I, I really didn't. Not that many. I really didn't, I really didn't experience any of that. The first time I any, I really – when I was on Pack Two, they had some building tenders back there, and 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 they have a seg back there. It's like a dungeon somewhere. I just saw the door that went to it. I never wanted to go back there. The field, the field bosses ran that shit back there. You didn't want to get locked up back there. They pull your ass out. But uh, so I never really experienced. But the first time I experienced that was when I got to Pack Two, like my first day there. I put my stuff up, and like I said, they were they were jacking. They, they were straight up robbing as soon as you got there. They were stealing bad, and uh, and uh, and. Everybody kind of looked at me. I knew that dude from Hilltop. He looked at me crazy already. And then these two white dudes came over to me, man, and asked me for a shot of coffee. I said, right on. I gave them both a shot of coffee. And they burned off. They came back two minutes later, asked me for another shot of coffee, both of them. Oh, hell no. I gave them a shot of coffee. I they, wouldn't. They think I'm retarded. I'm sitting there. I, you're in cubicles. And I'm sitting there drawing. I don't know. No, my first day there. They came back again. And I told them, I said, nah, dude. I said, I ain't got no more coffee, bro. I already knew what was coming. And the next thing you know, they, they, one of them looked at skinny dude, looked at me like that. And as they walked off, one of them said to the other one, he's going to be mine. And these dudes are like younger than me, dude. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what are these dudes talking? I said, all right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. They never busted a grape. Never went off to the fields the next day, all that. It was a big old riot the next morning over some dude with no teeth. And yeah, just moved on. And one of them dudes that said I was going to be his, about six months later, I seen a little black dude, dude. Name, his nickname was Ace take a lock we came in i'm drying off out of the shower just got out of the field sitting in my cubicle and i heard put the lock down put the lock down i look up and that little black dude ace had his lock back then he had belts he had black belts leather belts and he wore that white dude's ass out hey dude it was like a soccer game dude i didn't know everybody in the tank hated that white dude so bad when he was binging him up with that lock everybody's like yeah hit him yeah everybody's like 
Like, the dude walked by the next day talking to us. They moved him. He, like, tried to talk to us in the tank. Like, we were all like him or something. We're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Keep walking, dude. Nobody likes you, dude. I was oh, going to be his, dude. Hey, why'd you get sent? Huh? Why'd you get sent to Gil Lewis? Did you get in trouble, a ride or something, or they just random no, moved you? Or what? That, that was my third time to prison, bro. I went. I got out. Oh shit! I, yeah, You're like I me. Prison four times. I've been three times. I've been three. I got a, I got a one million number too, dude. But I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't have an ID for that. And I only I, I when I got it when they sent me to Kyle to say P. They gave me a one million number, but they said you'll just have it while you're here, and you'll go back to your seventy three number when you get when you finish. Yeah. So. But what I was it like one, when you got to Gib Lewis? I heard it's wild as shit over there. Man, dude. I went there with a bunch of dudes from Dominguez. About six of us all went to Gib Lewis. We were sitting there in the bullpen, dude. And this dude looks like Buddy Holly with the prison glasses. A little skinny white dude. I think he likes you, Weddle. Shut up, dude. Buddy Holly likes uh, you. After about an hour, the dude comes by and asks me, is your hair red or blonde? I said, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. My first date of prison. I said, I don't know, dude. What color is it, man? Well, I was just asking. He's a little gay dude, look like Buddy Holly. Oh, there all day. We get to our tank, get our mattress. I'm waiting there in the pit in the D space. Get in. Guess who's waiting for me at the door and grabs my mattress? Buddy Holly. Oh no, not Buddy Holly. The, dude, the whole day room's looking at me, dog. And I'm greeted in this place. And he starts telling me. I would have slapped the fuck out of him, Gary. No, 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 no. I, 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 he carried my mattress over there and I told him, I said, look here, brother, this is what it is. I'm not gonna call you bitch. I'm not gonna call you woman. I'm not going to call you anything female. You are what you are. You're a man to me. I'm going to talk to you like one. I don't get down, dog. I said, so don't even think. She goes, I'm, I wasn't trying to get you to get down. I just wanted to see if you have a boxing game. I was like, dude, get your ass out of here, dude. Anyway, little dude turned out to be all right, dude. He had heart, dude. He kept all the other punks in check. They'd get into fights. He, he had Featherwood tattooed on his ass, bro. He called me to his cell one day, and he goes, check this out, dude. And I was like, what's up, man? And he hey, turn the camera off and on again. You just fr you froze up on me. Turn the camera off and on real quick. Okay. I'm blind, bro. Okay. Yo. All right. Yeah, he froze up. I'm sorry. You said a little dude had a tattoo on his back. Yeah, what? He, he, he called me over to the cell door one day, and I walked up, and they got the little screen right there. What the hell is this? Uh, okay, there we go. Fucking up again, yeah. Uh, you know what? It's all good, y'all. We appreciate you joining us for episode one. We're going to do episode two on Gib Lewis, where he finished out that 25, and I swear, it, it's some of the wildest stuff we've ever done. We're going to talk about some of the craft work that uh, Gary did. And, man, i tell you what, it's fantastic. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button. And we are going to try to get this on some different forms. We apologize for the terrible audio at first while rookies were doing it on hotspots and cell phones, but I promise we'll get it together, y'all. Thank you.